When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Betches Media presents Diet Starts Tomorrow with host Aileen Drexler. I'm having a relationship with my pizza. In a world where wellness looks perfect on Instagram. Just doing my workout. Tuesday's arms and back. But feels anything but in real life. Is butter a carb? Yes. This is the podcast exploring the emotional side of well-being. I would be proud to partake of your pecan pie. From people who understand the struggle. I am on the third day of my cleanse diet. Hello and welcome to Diet Stars Tomorrow. I am your host, Aileen, and for today's episode, I'm joined by a celeb stylist who believes that fashion is wellness and that getting dressed is a form of self-care. She's worked with celebrities like Katie Holmes and Harper's Bazaar recently called her TikTok's favorite personal stylist. And I am personally obsessed with her content. So welcome to DST, Allison Bornstein. Thank you for having me. Just for some context for DST listeners. One night, like it was, I couldn't go to sleep and I was like, I need clothes. I have no clothes. (laughs) I don't know how to wear any of my clothes. So I was just like, let me look up stylists, more stylists on TikTok. And I came across you, Allison. I came across your content and I was hooked. I watched almost every video. I'm so sorry for you. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, need to learn more. It was so, it was funny for me because I was like, okay, now I need to reach out to her. She's great. So welcome to the show. I can't wait to learn like more about you and how did you become a stylist? Why, why is this your calling? And then why did you like decide to translate it to TikTok? First of all, thank you for all of those nice things. When you reached out to me, I was like, oh my God, yes, yes. I didn't realize you were on your honeymoon and I'm sorry. But But I answered right away, didn't I? Because I was excited. Um, I have always loved clothes and loved fashion. And when I was younger, I wanted to work in the fashion industry. I didn't really know what that meant. I had seen like Project Runway and I was like, oh, okay, cool, fashion. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna be a fashion designer. Um, but that wasn't really my path. I ended up going to FIT and when I was there, I started interning and then I really kind of got to see like what all the different jobs in fashion were. And I interned at Teen Vogue and I got to go on a photo shoot. And that was my first time, like, maybe I'm stupid, but like, it was my first time being like, oh, someone's like picking out the clothes to put on the people in the magazine. Like, that's what I want to do. So from there, I, you know, started assisting stylists and kind of just like got into the industry in that way. So I did that for a while. And when I kind of started doing my own thing, like my own styling, I realized what I really loved to do and what I was really good at was dressing people for kind of like those in-between moments. Like we worked with some celebrities when I worked with my old boss and like my favorite thing to do and to work on was like styling the celebrity for the airport you know or like (laughs) you know what I mean like also like one of my favorite like genres is like celebrity airport looks yeah I want to see like I want to see what you're wearing when you're not perfectly styled I want to see like what you're wearing to be comfortable that really excites me so yeah, just because I love doing that, I started working with more kind of like behind the scenes people, like makeup artists and directors and stuff and helping them when they had launches or when they had press tours and just kind of like really talking to them and understanding like what makes you feel really good or like what kind of look can I create for you to make you feel powerful and to make you feel like the best version of yourself. So I started doing that. And then I was like, wait, I can like, take a more holistic approach to this instead of just doing like 
one look for them. I want to like transform your whole wardrobe to a place that feels really intuitive and reflective of your personality. And if you you could like go in there and like pick a few things and anything you picked, you liked. like that's the dream, right? To yeah. look at your wardrobe and like like everything in it. So started doing that. And then I kind of took it more digital and started working with people via FaceTime from around the world. And yeah, that was that's my journey. The that's past, great. Like, yeah, 15 years. Wow, that's great. And also like when I've seen your your content, what I what stands out to me is that like it's very accessible in the sense that like you make people feel like you don't need everything. You know, it's like yeah. you don't you can shop your closet. You can sort of find inspiration through styling, not necessarily buying. And I found that like really refreshing and also like not not promoting necessarily overconsumption and I really, I really like that. So what do you mean by when you say fashion is wellness? I pretty much just mean like when you look good and when you feel confident in what you're wearing, it, it sort of like permeates throughout your whole life. When you look good, you feel good. Um, I mean, I know like, and I'm sure you do too, like when you're wearing an outfit that you really like, like you stand up straighter. I feel like you have better interactions throughout the day. Like you just feel really good. And I don't think that like that necessarily means that you have to wear like a full look every day. It can be like jeans and a t-shirt, but I think that just like getting dressed in a way that really feels good to you, I think is like such an amazing tool for self-expression, but just also for like general wellness. I mean, like on the other end, you know, like when we're depressed and we're feeling shitty, it's like, I feel like the first thing that we do is like throw on sweatpants or like throw on something like that. And it's like, I don't, I just feel like there's such a correlation between the way that yeah. we feel. Yeah. And, and the things that we're, we have on our bodies. And then conversely, like if you feel like you're putting on like stuff that doesn't make you feel good, it makes it worse. It makes it <laughs> so, so that's why we worse. do go to our comfort clothes, yes. you know? So you post a lot about like finding your style with like the three words, oh, yeah. like okay. figuring that out. Mm-hmm. But you also post about like how to find your style by like sort of editing your closet. Yes. And so I did this exercise myself. I like literally pulled out everything I have in my closet. So can you first share how you can edit your closet to find like, you know, your whole regular thing? Like how do you find your style, figure out what those three words are? by looking at what you already have. Yes. Okay. So the first thing is very easy. It's just to pull out the things that you wear all the time, which I call your regulars. Now I've said this before, but it's like, you have to be real with yourself here. These are not the things that you love the most. These are not the things that you wish you wore the most. These are like actually the things that you wear all the time. And when once you put those out and you like set them on the bed or on a rack, it can be very illuminating to see like, what is it that I'm actually drawn to? What is it that I'm actually wearing? And I feel like through that, you can kind of begin to like build and understand your style. Like I know that when we did our session together, you like, you were like, yeah, the things that I pulled out are, it's not really what I was expecting. or It's not really what I thought my style was. Right. Right. Yes. Yes. I expected to find like a lot of concert tees, AKA what I'm wearing today. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> but I wasn't expecting to find or like be drawn to like all of these feminine things. And I realized maybe it's not that I don't identify with that feminine kind of girly look. It's that I don't know how to wear it. Right? Exactly. Like I don't know how to style it. Right. So it's like, okay, if the things that you're wearing all the time are your regular. So for you, if those are like your concert tees and your band tees, the next thing that I want that I tell clients to pull out is the things that they never wear. And those can be things that they don't wear because they don't like them or they don't fit those things we get rid of. Or they could be things that you never wear because you don't know how to style them. And like you said, for you, it was like all these more feminine girly things that you're like, I really love these. But Mm -hmm. like, I'm wearing these band tees all the time. Like what's happening here? So (laughs) it's like, how can we like integrate the things that we love and the things that make us happy? And, you know, we find joy and how can we integrate those into our daily style in a way that feels genuine to us? So like, for you and for, you know, other clients I work with, you know, if you're wearing these band tees all the time, but like, I don't know, for you, like you had like an amazing pastel color blazer. Like, what if we like mix the two? What if we like do the yes. band tee with the, the to do pastel <laughs> blazer? Because then it's like, you still feel like yourself, you still are comfortable and kind of have that, you know, you're wearing the thing that you're comfortable in. But then we're also bringing in a new element that is more aspirational. It's more of the direction that we want to head. And mm-hmm. again, like, 
I think a lot of times people think that like styling and fashion has to be really complicated and it has to be like these really like intense looks and like jewelry and the whole thing. It's like sometimes it's jeans and a t-shirt and like that's fine. Like getting dressed is really you don't have we don't have to complicate it like it mm-hmm. putting on like your banty and jeans and maybe like adding a belt or adding a necklace it's like you've done it <laughs> yeah sometimes it's just like missing one accessory or something yeah. that like makes it feel like put together yes so how does it work with the three words because i found that really exciting yes. to have like those tools in my mental toolbox <laughs> because i felt like okay wow now i kind of have like this like direction, not like an external direction. Nobody's telling me it's like within myself. It's like, okay, this is how I feel. This is what my style is now. Let me just kind of like go towards that every day. And then I know that I'll feel good. I feel like actually like what we were talking about in the beginning, like a lot of like the overconsumption and like influenced by like social media comes from us like not having a focused direction on like who we are and what our actual style is because if you don't know who you are you can see anything and be like oh I I could try that I could wear that yeah but once we kind of know who we are we're able like you said to have like this direction that we've created so the three word method is just distilling your style into three words and it is a way to just kind of focus yourself and it's kind of like a mantra to go back to when you're feeling stuck so The way that you find your three words is the first word is basically what am I actually wearing all the time? So that's the same thing as as we said before, you you bring out all of your regulars, you put them somewhere, you look at it and you say, like, what do these things have in common? You know, are they all more edgy or girly or practical or casual? Like just what word would you use to describe these pieces? Mm -hmm. The second word is a little bit more aspirational. So maybe you look at your Pinterest or you look at people that you like on Instagram or you look at, you know, a mood board that you've created. What word would you use to describe those things? So I don't know, maybe it's polished, maybe it's sporty, you know, like any, any word. So we got two words. The third word I like to say is like more of a, an emotional word. I like to ask myself or ask my clients, how do you want to feel? Like, how do you want to feel in your clothes? Do you want to feel powerful? Do you want to feel sexy? Do you want to feel comfortable? And the cool thing about that is that sexy to me and sexy to you can be two totally different things. These words are are just for us. They're for our mm-hmm. use only. So like, I my words can be the same as your words, but like we can have totally different interpretations of them. And that's okay. Because again, these words are just for us. They're nothing that you have to like commit to or, you know, like, tattoo on yourself, but it's just a way to help guide you, help you when you're shopping and just kind of keep you focused. Also, it's very helpful when you're styling, because when you think of, you know, if you feel like your look is missing something, or if you feel like your look is just like, it's not, it's just not doing what you want it to do. Maybe ask yourself, okay, like, am I, am I representing my three words with this look? And maybe like they're kind of out of balance. Maybe like the look is really sexy, but one of your words is comfortable. So maybe it's like, okay, I'm going to take off the heels and put on sneakers. And now it feels more like me. Huh. I like that. What are your three words? Okay. (laughs) My three words are classic because I usually just go for things that are very classic silhouettes, 70s, because I like a little 70s flair. That's your aspirational word. Okay. Yeah. And then I think that my like – this isn't necessarily an emotional word, but I kind of feel like how I want to feel is elegant because sometimes I feel like I will go maybe a little too 70s or a little too classic where it feels boring, you know? So it's like, I think we need like that. Let's, let's elevate this a bit. Yeah. Like let's, I want to feel elegant. I want to feel strong and powerful fancy. and yeah, fancy, <laughs> you know? That's why like sometimes like when I add my necklaces, I'm like, okay, that's enough. That's the right. elegance right there. You know, right. it's like very small details. Okay, I messed up, and I th- I thought the third word is supposed to be your aspirational word. So now that I'm like completely rethinking all my three well, words, well, <laughs> also, but you can do like the first two can be like realistic, and the second one can be aspirational. It's like whatever's easiest for you, right? When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. 
ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S dot com. Warmer weather is finally back. After so many cold months, it's nice to get outside and soak up the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring spring flowers and sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I suffer from seasonal allergies. I just had them hit the other day. I couldn't breathe through my nose at all. And I popped a Claritin and it was like night and day. I'm a huge fan of Claritin. I use it on the regular and it always helps when we're making that transition from winter to spring, which is when my allergies flare up. Mainly it's my sinuses that get so clogged and the Claritin just clears it right up. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy throat and nose, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live your life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Okay, so say somebody figured out their style. They did the editing. They did, they they got it. Like they know mm-hmm. what they want to look like, but they struggle like putting outfits together. Like it's that part is hard. It's like it's okay, hard. So now what? I can't remember the shit I've saved on Instagram. Like all these girls look so fucking put together. And like I'm just, I don't know. I just look towards the same thing every day. So how do you help people get dressed every day or like set somebody up for success? Okay, I have a few tips. So first of all, like you're saying, like, you know, people on Instagram, they look really perfect. Uh, that's all like so <laughs> fake and whatever, yeah, yeah. duh. But like, I, it can be like kind of intimidating. So I kind of feel like the first thing that I usually do is just like, honestly, like just get started. Just like put something on your body. If it's jeans and t-shirt, fine. But then like, let's let's judge jeans and t-shirt. Like let's add a belt. Let's add some accessories. Let's add like a button down shirt and push up the sleeves. Like I feel like there's, we, as long as we can start, then I feel like at least we have some place Mm -hmm. to go from there. So that's the first tip. My second tip is, it might sound kind of lame, but I I feel like setting aside some time, I know like we're all busy, but like setting aside like 15, 20 minutes, maybe in the evening, maybe like when you're watching TV, like light a candle, like spend some time just trying on things from your wardrobe, like put on a pair of jeans and try like five different tops and take photos. They might not all be winners, but I feel like when you give yourself space and time to kind of try these things, you're able to be more creative because it's not the morning. You're not rushing. You're not dressing for a specific thing. You're just dressing in a way that feels like good and intuitive. And I think you kind of are giving yourself permission to like experiment again. It's like you're not going anywhere. So if you just take a picture and you don't like the look, delete that picture. Don't ever wear that again fine. But like, Mm -hmm. I think that we kind of like, we need to give our space, ourselves space and time to be creative and experiment. And even like going off of that, getting dressed takes practice. Like after the pandemic, when we were all in lockdown, like I had so many clients were like, I don't really remember how to do this because it, it takes practice. So honestly, just like the more you get dressed, I feel like the more confident and comfortable you are, the more you can kind of have fun and play with it. Mm -hmm. And also, like, you don't have to wear something new every single day. It's fine. Like, a lot of times when I feel stuck, I will put on whatever I was wearing the day before and change one thing. Like, maybe that's gross, oh, that's but like, fun. no, that's, you know, gross. it's, it's that's like, I, like, right I now, like, the permission, <laughs> right? Yeah. It's like, if you're wearing jeans and a button down yesterday, cool, maybe keep the jeans and like try a different top, you know, but keep everything else the same or like keep the same top and do a different pair of pants. It's like, just start somewhere. And then I feel like you can 
begin to feel more confident and have more fun with the process of getting dressed because fashion is wellness. Getting dressed like it, I know it sounds crazy. It actually can be fun if you let it. I saw, yeah, I saw you did post that and I agree that it can be fun. It's just like sometimes when you approach your closet and you're like, none of, I don't know what goes with what, and I don't like want to deal with this and, and, and doesn't feel like good. So how do you make it fun? Like, I know you said like you can try stuff on when you're in like a more creative, like you feel yeah. like your body, like how do you make it more fun and exciting when you feel I don't, I don't particularly, I don't necessarily feel this way, but like, I know a lot of people do when they feel like I'm, I'm not a fashion person. I don't know what, you know, what goes with what. Well, the good news also is that like, there's kind of like no right or wrong answer. And I feel like, I feel like not to get like serious about it, but I feel like as women, like we have really good intuitions. Like we know what looks good on our, on our bodies. We know what we like. So like, I Mm -hmm. feel like a lot of times we don't necessarily trust ourselves And I also feel like a lot of my work is really just validating things that people already wear and saying like, you look great, you're doing great. Because I feel like no one's, people haven't really been telling us that for a long time. So I feel like putting on something that feels good is kind of like, it's enough. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of the time we're, yeah, looking for external validation. That's why we always go like, does this look good? Does this look good? Because we don't necessarily (laughs) trust A, the mirror or B, your own sense of maybe you feel like you're having a moment where your brain is not really connecting. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, I don't really, does this actually go? I don't understand. And I've had that where I wear the same top and bottom and I try on four different shoes and I'm like, I have no clue which one is the one. I wish somebody would just tell me that one. How do you like deal with that? <laughs> I'm sure you you do that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I do that all the time. I feel like, okay, the shoe thing I I honestly feel just like trying them on and like looking and be like, which one do I like best? What's the most comfortable to me? What do, what, what do I like? Yeah. What what is making me happy? What is like, what's making me feel comfortable? Like, don't even think about like, who cares where the, like the pant length hits. There's no like really right or wrong answer there. It's just like what feels the best to you and what looks the best on you. And that's why sometimes it's hard because I know that people like rules and like restrictions. People like that. And yeah. I get that. Like, if you have a long torso, do this and don't do this. Like, I understand that people like that information, but I feel like that's also like, it's a bit limiting because then it's like, well, I have a short torso, but I really like high-waisted things. So can I not wear high-waisted things? It's like, no, you can, because like, if that's what you like to wear, right? wear that. And I think a lot of times it's, you know, things are really centered around like what's flattering. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times flattering just means like thin mm-hmm. and like, who fucking cares? If, it, if you well, like yeah. it and it feels good on you, like, I don't know, just, yeah. Lots of people. Care. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, 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 know what you mean. I know what you mean. I've been listening for that for a while now when I recognize that flattering just means like thin. And I've been listening to like just hearing like, oh, does this look, which one is more flattering? Or I'll see like articles or things like that. And it's really about like what makes you look thin. But then sometimes it could be like if you change your perspective, it could be like what complements your shape in a yes. way that makes you feel good in this cool outfit. Yes. And that's all like, that's why like sometimes when I'll do things on TikTok, it's like, it's like, it's not a rule. It's just information. So like, if, like I said before, if you have a short torso, it's like, if you want to make it look longer, you don't have to, but if you want to make it look longer, then maybe go for something that's like mid rise or low rise, because like proportionally that is what's going to make you feel longer. Mm -hmm. Take that or leave that. But like, I feel like there's kind of those bits of information that I think can be helpful too. Are there any rules that you do go by that you feel are like your rules in your head? Like, is there something that you don't like, you're just like, okay, well with this, I, I, I do follow. (laughs) I feel like in general, a rule that I actually kind of think is there's some exceptions, but I do not think that, uh Oh, this might be controversial, but I, I do not think cropped pants are really flattering on anybody because, again, flattering. It's like I wear cropped pants. <laughs> <laughs> like, how, where do they come up to? Like your like ankle, just above. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Okay, not like okay. my calf. Yeah. Okay. Because, like, again, I mean, this is also me contradicting myself because I'm saying <laughs> that like it's not flattering because it's making your leg look shorter, which again is like. And now I'm just talking about flattering things. So yeah, I think that's kind of something that I stick to. You've said like you like to always add an, a belt. Is that like a rule? Yes. <laughs> yes. I actually, okay, here's here's a, a rule. I feel like it's kind of like 
I don't, I think Coco Chanel said that thing where it's like, before you leave the house, take one thing off, you know, like mm-hmm. that, like thing of like, don't over accessorize. But I feel like we've maybe followed that way too strictly. And I actually feel like people today, it's like, actually, before you leave the house, put one thing on, like do mm-hmm. one extra thing, whether it's adding if a necklace or if you normally wear I don't know, earrings, do earrings and a necklace or roll up your sleeves or just Mm -hmm. like do one extra thing. Cause I feel like that will make you feel more styled and more put together. And just like you're doing something. The belt for me, it's like, I like the way it looks visually, but also I think that like the act of putting it on is that one extra step that makes me feel like, Hey, I did it. Like Mm -hmm. put on a belt and maybe that's not something I normally do, but I took the time to do that. And I don't know, that's a win. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always find the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for this season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. And you always have the option to buy what you love. I love Newly. I've rented so many cute things from there, and I've even made a few purchases from there. And They're always spot on. They have so many brands that I honestly could never afford in real life. So it's great to be able to rent them. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DST20. Just go to Newly, that's N U U L Y dot com, and enter the code DST20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, Newly with two U's, with code DST20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. So let's say somebody is kind of ready to go shopping or like buy some new stuff. Maybe it's ahead of a new season or they like, again, have just cleaned out their closet and they want to add some new stuff. How do you suggest going about, about doing that? I think that once you can like figure out, like we said before, your three words, when you're shopping, you kind of want to ask yourself like, okay. I really like this top, but does, do I like this top because like I like this top? Do I like this top because I've seen it on somebody else and it looked great? Or do I like this top because it, you know, it jives with my three words? Like, does is this going to like help my wardrobe or like help me get dressed? Is this going to help me get dressed easier? You know, mm-hmm. so I feel like it's just kind of like asking those questions. I also think that it's nice to ask yourself, um, if I buy this, this thing. Well, I have to buy other things to make this one purchase Mm. work. So I feel like a lot of times when we'll shop, we're like, okay, got this new jacket, but like, it doesn't really go with any of the pants I have. So now I have to buy these new pants. And actually like the length is kind of weird. So I have to get these, these boots because like that looks good. And then it's like, we end up like buying things in outfits and then we'll wear them one way and it'll feel boring and not very sustainable. So I I do, I recommend just kind of like thinking through things. I know it's very easy to be impulsive again with social media and with like Mm -hmm. just everything. Like we see so much stuff, but I think that it's nice to maybe like if you see something that you like online or something on somebody else, like take a screenshot and like wait 24 hours and then come back to it. Cause I think sometimes it's like the excitement of like, Ooh, this is new. I like this. Sometimes it's like, if you look at it in 24 hours, you're like, this isn't so me. True. I don't actually like this. Like, what was I thinking here? That's so true. I was obsessed for like a solid 48 hours with this one <laughs> bag that I needed to have. Right. And I was like, you know what? Like, this is an expensive bag. 
is this like something that I'm just, is this like an emotional thing that I'm trying to fill some void? Like what's going on? So I was like, you know what? Go try to go see it in person somehow. So I go see this bag in person. I bring my laptop even. I'm like trying to be very practical about this. And I put the bag on, I put my computer in and I'm like, there, what? Like it's cute, it's cute. But like the feeling of having that bag kind of like went away, like that thrill. And right. I was like, wow, okay. Like it's not that special. So then I ended up buying literally like this just normal kind of, and then I was like, what What the need that I'm really feeling is like something that's practical. I need a tote for work. So I was like, let me just buy this like, you know, just very affordable yes. bag. And I did. Kuyana for the win and even monogrammed it so (laughs) and I was just like I feel I feel so much better with my purchase because I just saved so much money that I was looking at but um I was it was it was wonderful but I feel like that happens a lot with clothing too like you're just like inspired or not inspired you're just like drawn to these like accounts or these outfits and these looks and it's not just the outfit it's like the vibe. This person, yes. where are they? The Amalfi Coast. You're like, oh, I need that checkered dress immediately. <laughs> yes. That, I mean, yeah. I feel like you're really ahead of the game for like thinking about things like that because sometimes I think we get so caught up and like you said, we'll see something and sometimes I'll see something and I'll like screenshot it and then I'm like, you want to know what I really like? I think I like her hair. Like yeah, I like right. this girl's hair in this photo. It's not, yeah. I don't love the outfit. Or like you said, I love that she's on the Muffy Coast. I would love that. <laughs> I would love to buy this whole situation. But like yeah. the look is not going to get me there. So it's really like, I think it's it's a boring answer. But I think it's just like kind of taking your time and like really thinking purchases through, which I know is like not sexy or cool. But like when I buy something, I like to ask myself, what are like three ways at least that I can style mm-hmm. this? You know, like I don't want to be able to wear this one way. I want to be able to wear this a bunch of ways because then you have like a functional wardrobe where everything works together. I also like, I know with online shopping and I do this all the time. This is like my biggest problem, I would say, like shopping problem is that I'll order something online and I'll be so excited to get it. So Mm -hmm. excited. And I've already like imagined how this piece is going to make my life so much better. I've thought about like all the ways I'm going to style it and like this this one thing is like going to change my life and my wardrobe forever. And then I get it. I'm like, oh, okay. And then I put it on, but I really, really want to like it. So sometimes I'll keep it because I'm thinking like, you know, this, this is the thing. Like I've already thought of all these ideas. It's like, if something doesn't work, I feel like you have to just be, be real with yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And be like, actually, no, I can find something else. I can find something similar. Let me just try something else. Again, take your time. It's like, there's no rush. Like be intentional and slow with the things that you buy. I'm not saying mm-hmm. don't buy anything, but I'm just saying be thoughtful. Yeah. On that note, I was like looking for an outfit for a, an event and I like bought lots of things with, I was going to return everything that I didn't keep, but um, I bought this one dress and it was like pretty expensive and I like liked how it looked, but I was like, I don't think I like it for this event, but I was like thinking in my head like, oh, maybe I'll wear keep it for this future event that I don't necessarily have or I'll wear it within a year. And then I was just like, okay, practical, Aileen. <laughs> if you need it again, you'll buy it then, like return it. You don't need to own this. It's going to take real estate in your closet. That it's just too. more stuff. It's just more stuff. Maybe somebody else who needs it. You're taking a a piece of clothes from someone else who might want this. So considerate. (laughs) And I was like, wow. And I was just really proud of my like another practical move because it was like, because in the past I would have just like been, yeah, yeah, I need this. Who knows when I'll wear this, but I'll definitely have it. But I like the advice of like picturing yourself wearing this in more than one case and like how you would actually go about wearing this. So I really like that. Well, even like going off what you just said, like if you buy this dress to wear to an event in the future that you don't even like have in mind, I feel like, like you said, by the time that event rolls around, like you're not going to be wanting to wear this dress. Yeah. And also, like you said, it's like taking up space in your closet. It's like, is that really like a smart purchase or would it be smarter to buy something that you're going to wear every day? And like you said, you can style a bunch of different ways. Absolutely. Yeah. So how do you, I know you, you've posted about this and I really like it. How do you shop your closet? Like- and, and again, I think that goes in the conversation of like you see something somebody's wearing online yes. and you're like, I must have that. So, but first you suggest to shop, to look in your closet. So ha- what's that process like? 
Yes. Okay. So like, let's say that there's a trend that you're seeing or like a specific look that somebody has. I challenge you before going to buy that outfit, I want you to go in your closet and see if you can create a similar look using things that you already have. And chances are you can, and not only can you, it's gonna not only save you money, but like, it's gonna feel more like you because these are things that you already own and that you already love. So like, if I see a look on somebody on Instagram that I really like and I go and buy that whole outfit, it's like I'm copy and pasting their style onto mine. And not only is that like not exciting, it's also, I don't know, they probably have a different body than me. And when I put it on, I'm like, well, I don't look like that. So Yeah, it's gonna be disappointing. Yeah, Yeah. like you feel like so dissatisfied and it's a bummer. But if I go in my closet and I'm like, okay, this person was wearing like a really cute mini skirt and high boots. I do not have a really cute mini skirt, but I have these leather shorts. So let me try actually to do it with these shorts that I already have. I already love. And like, maybe I'll try it with, I don't know, these boots that I already have. Cool. You just kind of like created this similar vibe without buying the full thing. And again, it feels more genuine to you because these are things that you already bought, not with this trend or this outfit in mind. These are just things that you have bought because you like them. Yeah. So yeah. Right. And I'm not saying like, never buy clothes because that would be hypocritical because <laughs> I also buy clothes and I love it. But I'm just saying before you go out and buy something, first look in your closet because again, chances are like maybe somebody's wearing a really cool oversized denim jacket and you don't have that, but you want that. Try the look or try something similar with the denim jacket that you do have or a denim shirt or like a big oversized jacket that isn't denim. Like there's so many things that we can do. And actually the result ends up being so much cuter. <laughs> Yeah. And so much more genuine. Or like put the denim jacket over your shoulders. It becomes oversized. Yes. There you go. There you go. It's like, or yeah, just like little tweaks like that actually make such a big difference. You're, what you're, are, you know, what's up. I, I've studied. <laughs> okay. What are some staples that you feel like are important to have in your closet that you do rewear all the time? Like, like maybe I guess if you were to make a capsule, or something like what would you put in it jeans that fit and feel good that's that's a tall order i know that's really tough denim Huge. is like triggering <laughs> and hard um but i f- i feel like having a good pair of jeans that fits you and that feels really good and when you put them on you're not upset or squeezed or uncomfortable like that to me is huge because i also feel like anytime you want to dress something down jeans just wear it with jeans like that's the yeah you know I feel like during our session, we kept being like, with jeans, with jeans, yeah, with, with jeans. jeans, like with jeans. And yeah. then yet I bought a bunch of jeans. <laughs> well, we you didn't have the perfect jeans. And still that is, them. yeah, that it, it's, it's really hard to find this. So I think jeans, I think, um, what else is really important? A belt. I think a belt can like totally change a look. I think having like a nice jacket or coat, because when I'm wearing workout clothes and I like put on my like nice wool coat, I'm like, oh, I feel it's like my third word. It's I feel cool. elegant. I feel good. Yeah. I feel polished. And even if like, doesn't really matter what I'm wearing under. So I feel like that's like a good, like bang for your buck thing, like a nice coat or a nice jacket, throw it on over anything. You feel good. What else? I mean, I'm like a big layer layer. So I like like a button down shirt or a denim shirt or something that I can like wear over a t-shirt or a tank top just to kind of like get a little texture. I feel like that's always good. And then also like a good t-shirt that fits well because mm-hmm. jeans and a t-shirt, it's, it's just like, it's, it's an easy the look. There's so, yeah, it's, there's so much you can do there. With a cool so I feel like those are kind of my picks. necklace <laughs> yeah. <that> I bought. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. What about if, um, like someone who fluctuates, I mean, a lot of women, they fluctuate their weight within like the span of their life. There's a lot of different life stages, especially like all of us have gone through the pandemic and experienced different things. And I know a lot of people have weight fluctuations from that. How do you like go about helping someone feel good in the clothes or like maybe buying one or two things? Like how does that, how do you uh, go about helping someone with that? That's a really good question and something that like I would say 98% of my clients kind of struggle with and talk about. Um, I, it's kind of case by case, but I really am of the mind that if something does not fit you, if it's too big or too small, Let's get rid of that, especially when it comes to jeans or pants or something like that. I think that there's no point of having something that doesn't feel good and doesn't fit. And like if you're going to try to squeeze into jeans that are too tight in the morning, like you're just setting yourself up for having a bad day. And that's like such a mean thing to do to yourself. I also feel like a lot of times we will 
shop and only buy clothes when we feel really good about ourselves and about our bodies. And I think that that's also kind of damaging because what you're telling yourself is like, I only deserve clothes that I like and that I want to wear when I'm a certain size. And that's like, again, a really mean message to send to yourself. So I, I think that I don't know. I'm I'm of the mind where it's like you should have things that fit and things that don't fit. You should either like put them away in a box someplace or truly just get rid of them. Yeah. And like I, mean, I know people like a goal. Like I know if you fluctuate, like or if you jeans, just had a baby, yeah. I I understand that. But like the the idea of like a gold jean to just like keep in your closet to keep trying on, like how like that's just I would like why would you do that to yourself? It's so it's so unkind. <laughs> To yeah, do to yourself. Like why torture? Anytime I've had gold jeans in the very past and I like subscribe to that thing, like if I ever, if I ever got to that weight, I never wanted to wear those jeans. <laughs> like I was I, like, why? these aren't cool. I want to yeah. buy new clothes. Like these are old. <laughs> yeah. And also, yes, yes. And like the moments where like you couldn't fit into those jeans, like that probably made you feel not great. So it's like, what? Like, I would be mad at those jeans. Yeah. Those jeans yes. are not my friend. <laughs> exactly. Like get rid of those things that aren't your friend. Again, because you're sending a not nice message to yourself. And also it's just impractical, like space wise. Like I don't want things taking up my space and like taking up, space in my precious wardrobe, which is like my domain that I have control over. Why would I allow things to be in there that I do not like and that do not make me feel good? Like this is a space that I have control over. So like right. in what world would I want to put things that I don't like? It just sucks good? when you like go through your stuff and like they have the tags and you know that you've just like paid money for it. So there's like this, that part always like hurts me deep. When, when I'm like moving around stuff, but then I just, I don't know, like I, it's, it's a, it's a lost, what, what's the word? It's just kind of like a lost cause or like a yeah. cost that I've spent money on. And it's just like a reminder that to be like much more thoughtful when purchasing clothes in the future. But that part really sucks. I know. And it's hard not to, but like, I will tell clients and like, it seems like you're actually, again, like you're very good at this. I feel like you have like a healthy mindset, but I do tell clients, it's like, okay, if you see something, like you said, with a tag on that you didn't wear, that doesn't fit or that doesn't fit and maybe never did. It's like, if you can try not to judge yourself, it's like, just take that in. Like you said, as information, like, okay, cool. I bought this. Maybe in the future, this is, I'm not going to buy this size or this brand or this thing, or I'm not going to shop in this kind of way. Almost just look at it as like information, like kind of, again, don't judge yourself. Like take the emotion out of it and be like, huh, okay, this is information. Like next time I'm going to do this, this, and this. Cause that's really all you can do. If I find anything that has tags, I like well, now I try not to feel bad and I'll be like, okay, maybe I can sell this. And so I put it in a category of to sell. And then yes. if I don't get around to that, I'll donate it. But if I do, it's just a few snaps on Poshmark and then you know it's going to go. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches, and honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash betches.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, now let's play a game. So I know a lot of people send you celebs to, you know, category. You you label their three words, what you think their style is in the in your three word system. Yes. So okay, we're gonna play, and I'll pick a few people that you have posted, and another person maybe you haven't. But anyway, let's okay. do it. Okay, okay, Haley Bieber. The she she came out of like. Where did she come from that all of a sudden she is just like the style icon of of all people? Not she's all people, looking, but no, she's I mean. looking really good. And I actually, this is maybe going to sound insane, but I kind of feel like people like her so much because, again, this is going to sound insane. There's something attainable, not about the way she looks, but about the way she no. dresses. Not about the way she <laughs> looks, but about the way she dresses. Like I think that there's like a comfort there and like an ease to what she wears. Right. She's like very Gen Z. Yes. Comfortable. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So I think that Haley's three words are oversized because if you look at her looks, there's always one element that's oversized. It's either like the oversized blazer, but like something tiny and then like the high-waisted oversized pants, or she has like a big oversized trouser with like a little crop top. There's always an element that's like oversized and exaggerated. The second one I would say sporty because I do think that she like She'll kind of lean on those like sportier details, like the sneakers sneakers, and like the sunglasses often, even like, I think sometimes even if her bag isn't sporty, like the way that she wears it, like crossbody kind of always Mm. feels like a little bit sporty. And like, I think people, she's so not fussy. And I think that that's what people like. And then last, I would say sexy because there is always like something about it that's right. quite she's sexy because a bra with her like giant pants <laughs> right and that's kind of like i think the importance of the three words because if i just said like oversized and sporty you'd be like not right like, that no. could be like, a lot like, of wait, things wait. yeah and also when you picture that you're like no like that doesn't mm-hmm. sound like when when you bring the sexiness into it it's like oh okay like there you know it just kind of like creates a fuller picture so that's what i think and i also really like her style and again i don't know like when that happened but i'm yeah. obsessed it's when she became Haley Bieber. Yeah, everything changed. <laughs> and then like everything. <laughs> I also like her brown hair. I maybe her, I feel like her brown hair did something good she's to just her look. Like, she's like very much a Gen Z icon, I think, especially. What do you think of the trend with like the loafers and the socks? I like it. It's, it's like very it. schoolgirl. Yeah, I think it's cute though. I, I think it's nice. Again, like that kind of like socks or something that I'm like, oh, that's like a great thing. Like if you're just wearing loafers and like a skirt or loafers and jeans I feel like adding that sock is like that next styling element that like it just makes it feel like oh I you did something here it's so funny socks and sandals too because it's like in middle school (laughs) in high school I would always wear socks with my Birkenstocks like as (laughs) as like it was lame it was not cool but I did it because it was comfortable and now I just saw shop up posted like socks and these like sandals and I was like is the world kidding like I don't (laughs) know I know there's very much like there's very much like an ugly shoe trend that I feel like has been happening for a long time which if they're comfortable and ugly I'm in I'm so now I always wear socks and Burks it's the best it's a good look (laughs) it's a great look it's great (laughs) if you're going to like a spin class too okay next person Remy Bader she's been on the show before and love Remy everyone loves Remy I, I really love her, love her energy, love everything about her. This one was really fun because like the my process of doing this is I will like screenshot a bunch of looks that I love of whoever I'm, I'm looking at and I'll just like look at them all together. And for Remy, I noticed that there is like a geometry to everything she wears. There's always like, not always, but there's often an interesting cutout that's like quite right. geometric or it's like, just like the way things are styled, like a, like a cropped blazer with like a tighter dress. It's like, there's like these cool proportions and geometry. So I would say geometric. It's an interesting word too, like right? to use. Yeah. Right. But like once, you, once you see it, at least for me, and like the, maybe there's a better word to use, but I think you know, once, once I thought of that, I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Like every single thing mm-hmm. has like some kind of cutout or like something kind of like architectural or geometric. Lines, yeah. So, yeah. So geometric. And then, um, 
I would say sexy as well because yeah. like, uh, there's so often a cutout. And I think that she, she does, you know, everybody has their own interpretation and, you know, way to be sexy. But I just, I, I, I love the way that she dresses and like, it's not even necessarily about like showing so much of her body. It's like maybe just like, like I said, like a little cutout here and there. There's just like, I don't know. There's just like that sexiness to it. And then lastly, I would say powerful because I think that she chooses like strong, bold, powerful colors, even the way that she stands. Like when I put all like the photos together, I was like, she's always standing. Yes. 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 And it's like, it's like there's a power there that's like so important and like integral to her style. Yeah. I also like how the words are sort of unexpected in a way that like feels very individual. You're not like, oh, okay, she's simple. Yeah. Not that she is simple, but like like you add more kind of elaborate adjectives that you wouldn't necessarily think of immediately. And that kind of help. if I were her or when you're about to do mine, that's going to be <laughs> one of them. It's so much, it feels just more like you. And then like you can, you can kind of just own your style a little more because like, this is me. Like, this is how I yeah. feel and this is how I feel good. So like, fuck what anybody else thinks of what, not that I am asking you my style, but still <laughs> what anybody else thinks of wh- how I dress. This is how I dress. This is who I am. And this is how I like to feel good. Yes. And like, that's important. And like, also like, I'm not like, I am just making these up based on like right. me being a stylist and like seeing photos. It's there's I'm not like right or wrong. Like sometimes people like duet me on TikTok. They're like, I don't agree with these words. It's like, <laughs> I also don't like, that's great. Like it's more, it's just like my interpretation. Also I'm picking looks that I like of theirs. So like you might pick totally different looks from Hailey Bieber and like get something totally different out of it. So. Right. Okay. I'm obsessed with this person. She's been my idol, idol forever. And she's also really into fashion. She's constantly posting looks on her Insta. I love it. Okay, Mindy Kaling. I love Mindy so much. <laughs> I I think I did her words. And I think what I – wait, first of all, vibrant. Because like – Yes, very colorful. It's like colorful. Even the prints are always like – I feel like she like loves like a funky kind of like – Yes. Unexpected print. So I think there's always that vibrance there. I feel like that also comes from her personality. Like she's a vibrant, fun person. And like that really like shines from the inside out. So I would yeah. say vibrant. Um, I also think classic. And I was, I think I actually played with the idea of preppy because there is like, I feel like there's, it's often like a classic silhouette, but in like a vibrant right. color, right? Or she like likes a vibrant color too. It's kind of preppy like, too. Yes. But yeah. But it's like, I, I think I went with classic because it's like, it'll be like a trouser or a blazer or like yeah. just something that is like a, a very classic yeah. shape. But then it's like, she flips it on her head and makes it like in a bright pink or like in a print with like cats on it. It's like, yes, there's yes. like the vibrance, but then there's the classic, which again, it can seem contradictory, but like, that's the beauty of this it. Is so fun. Okay. Yeah. And What's then three? last, I would say, I would say playful because it always seems like she's having fun with what she's wearing. And I like, agree. I think that also comes from her being a comedian stuff. So like, again, like kind of the inside out, but I think that, the way that she puts things together, you can tell that it's fun. She's not taking it too seriously. She's playing. She's like adding something unexpected. She's adding like a fun bag with a print or like a like something she's like funky neon. and cool. A yeah. neon. Yeah. You can tell that there's like a playfulness and she's kind of telling you by what she's putting on, like, I'm like, this isn't so serious. Like this is fun. Yes. Like, we can play here. And I, I love that. That's yeah, I do. And it's so funny because when I look at her style, I, I I could never see myself wearing some not I still love what she's wearing, but it's like, it speaks to a lot about like your own personal style. Like I couldn't, I don't think I could pull off what like a cat print. Right. Right. But, <laughs> but not because I don't know if I look good in it just because I don't know if that like goes with what I like, how I like to dress, but she looks so good wearing it. Cause it like goes with her vibe. Like, right. she's, like kind of silly, playful, like you said, playful. It's like an, yeah, an individual thing. Okay. Now do me. Okay. 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 <laughs> I feel like we discussed this, but I would like to have this as more of a, I want to say some words and I want to see like if you agree. Okay. Let's, okay. Yeah. Fine. Let me come up with okay. it, but you, you, okay. I'll give, I'll take you off the hook a little. <laughs> okay. Okay. I feel like from, from our session that we did and just like from seeing what you wear, I feel like there is always an element of casual. Right. Yes. Like an unfussiness, like a vi- yes. like Casual. you're not going to be like you said, like when I was like, would you wear a blazer of that? You're like to wear. 
like, <laughs> to a business I don't know. meeting. <laughs> yeah. Or like I was, I was like, oh, but you could like, I, I forgot. I was like, oh, wear bike shorts with this like big shirt. You're like, where? Like, where are people wearing this? I was like, actually, I don't know. Like to a spin class? <laughs> yeah. I was like, no, you're right. Okay. So there's like a ca- casual, maybe practical is another word because I of think, that. Yeah. Right, like that practicality where right. you were like, I was like, this. You're like, yeah, that is a really cute look, but I'm not. Where am I wearing that? I'm like, thank you for checking me. So maybe practical. Right, you were like scared if I would wear brow- trousers. I was like to a board meeting. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, but what about with like a? But then we kind of like. I feel like we were yeah, able to I kind of judge that. some. Yeah, but like you're like no. Okay, so practical. Okay. Okay. This, okay. Cause remember we were saying like a lot of the things that you loved were a little bit more feminine. I would maybe use the word soft because I don't think that there's, it's not like they're so girly romantic. There's yeah. like, it's like, I think that it's like the practicality, but then there's like a softness, whether it's like a soft color or a soft uh, fabric, or if it's like, I could see you're, that. Not wearing, you're not wearing like any like men style like button downs no. and you're not wearing and even your blazer like your beautiful blazers it's like they have those um the you sleeve up rolled the up sleeve, there's like yeah. the ruching to it so it's like there is like a softness to things because again like I don't think like a very boxy blazer would feel like you because there's no softness there so right. I think like yes practical soft and then I don't know is this maybe this is aspirational because I feel like we talked about it a little bit but I feel like there is like maybe like an edginess and a toughness that sometimes is missing, but we want to add. Yes. I'm right? all for the edginess. Yes. With my, yeah. Like I like, a, I like brass on like stuff. I like graphic tees. All yes. of my favorite shirts are graphic tees and sweaters are graphic tees. I could wear, if I could live in a graphic <laughs> sweatshirt or a tee, like I would. And I do. <laughs> Hence what I'm wearing now. I just bought this. Love it. It's Janice Joplin. Love it. Chaser tee. I elevated it with chaser. Usually I just go straight to like the I, oh, my favorite T-shirt that I wore the other day was a Sade shirt that I bought Love. from ASOS. And then I listened to Sade. <laughs> I like this. I agree. I think also I was thinking about this and it's like I like the feminine and I like the edgy, but I like when they go together. Yeah. Right. So like like I like if I was wearing like a, this concert tee or whatever and jeans, I would like I need something girly. To go or with so- it. Or soft. soft. Or, like, or, I mean, yeah. it could also be girly. That could be a word. I don't know why I'm pushing you towards soft. But maybe it's like, maybe it's about adding like, like a soft bag that feels like more pillowy and like a little more like feminine yeah. and soft. Or maybe it's about something in a softer color or just like, you know, it's like about the mix. And I think that's why, again, like it's the recipe of the three words, because like you said, yeah. you're not only edgy and casual, because I don't think that would make sense if but like adding in that softness or that femininity is actually it's like your recipe like that's what makes it feel like you and then like you said when you're getting dressed you can kind of keep those things in mind and if something feels like it's going too toward one way yeah feminine or yeah then we kind of can find ways to bring it back well this was so fun (laughs) you're so good at this I was really nervous and you like this is uh, this has been really great interviewing yeah well everything but yeah (laughs) podcasting interviewing all of it and thank shopping. you, thank you. And shopping. <laughs> not not yeah. really. No, that's my like that's my worst skill. Well, thank you so much. I urge everyone at home to go follow Allison. Where can people find you and you know, just binge all of your posts <laughs> like I do? Okay. TikTok, I think I'm Allison Bornstein or Allison Bornstein Six. I'm not sure. On Instagram, I'm Allison Bornstein Six. And on my website, I have um uh, I offer FaceTime styling sessions, which um, are really fun. Like we did one together. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you can book that there as well. And what happens in a FaceTime styling session? Normally, like there's different sort of tiers, but what we do is we basically like look in your closet and I help you create looks based on like create looks for everyday life using what you have. And then we can kind of sometimes figure out what's missing and fill in those blanks. I'll send you links for things that I think would work. But it it's really just kind of like going through your closet together, helping figure out your personal style and then like, okay, let's make some looks. Let's make some easy go to looks. Yeah. Yeah. And then go from there well you're awesome thank you so much for coming on this show and you know 
going through all of that great info. And that is it for today's episode of Diet Stars Tomorrow. I'll be back this Sunday. And send all of your questions, all of your everything to DST at Batches.com. You can follow us at Diet Stars Tomorrow. You can follow me at Aileen and go follow Allison at Allison Bornstein. I think it is six on Instagram and TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) And we're always with you. Through thick and thin. Diet Starts Tomorrow is produced by Sean Kilby, Stacey Wong, and Jorge Morales-Pico. Editing by Stacey Wong. Be sure to follow at Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send us your emails to dst at betches.com. Betches.